You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and SJ Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Drinks with Johnny Thirsty Thursday podcast. Coming to you today a little late because I just got back from New York City. It was a lot of fun. I was there in and out. Quick, quick little party for the Death Bats Club. That's part of the Avenged Sevenfold NFT holders. It was absolutely amazing. Got to see a lot of great fans. I haven't seen in like three years. Being out with them was so fucking great. More to come on that, but I was... So happy to get back home and uh, get get a call into my good friend Brad Williams today. Going to be giving him a call in a second. He was on the on the show this week earlier. Obviously, as you guys know, for whatever reason you didn't know, go back and listen to the other full episode that we filmed a couple weeks ago in Las Vegas. Brad is out in Las Vegas for the Mad Apple Cirque du Soleil show that is at the New York New York Hotel. Uh, I still haven't gotten to go out and see it. Last time I was there was right at the very opening of it, so I'm really excited to, to uh, ask Brad how it's been going since then. He's also a big uh, AEW wrestling fan, so we we have a big pay-per-view uh, as fans coming up here uh, this Sunday, so let's talk to him a little bit about that. And yeah, man, I'm just, I got like zero sleep at New York. I apologize if I sound a little funny today. We were just running around crazy. There's going to be a really great uh, episode for you guys on the Drinks with Johnny YouTube channel. So make sure you guys head over there and subscribe if you don't already. We got a whole travel thing video that we're putting together, It'll be coming out pretty soon for you. Make sure you guys go check that out. Um, but yeah, back to uh, Brad Williams. Gonna give him a call here in a second and uh, see what he's been up to since we recorded. And just, you know, shoot the shit with an old friend, uh, somebody that uh, I really respect and I think is absolutely hilarious. Uh, if for whatever reason you don't know a lot about Brad Williams, just Google it uh, or head over to uh, Brad Williams Comic on his Instagram and Funny Brad on Twitter are the handles that I know him from. So let's give him a call real quick and see what Brad's up to today. I think he's got a show in a little bit. Hello, sir. Hello, Brad. How are you, my friend? Good. Welcome back. <laughs> Thank you. 
Man, thanks for... I'm so sorry I'm calling you late right now. It was like... I got in... First of all, when we were texting back and forth for this the other day, I was completely not thinking that I was on East Coast time. I was like, oh, shit, I'll be leaving at 10 o'clock in the morning. And then, uh, yeah, I got in a little bit later than expected. So thanks for taking my call. Yeah, no worries. So you're jet lagged. So if you have any swear words or racial slurs, we just bring, <laughs> we, we, we just blame the jet lag, right? Exactly. Exactly. We don't cut okay. them out or anything. We just let them fly. And then, uh, sure. especially the racial slurs part. Cause that's, that's definitely a part of my vocabulary. <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, man, we were just out, uh, we're out for the, we didn't talk about this very much when we last uh, saw each other. I was just out for Avenged Sevenfold's NFT uh, party that we did in uh, New York City. And uh, it was it was really cool. So I, I don't know if you know. Do you know a lot about NFTs? Are you in the space? Listen, I know nothing. I, I know nothing about that. I know nothing <laughs> about the metaverse. I know it's a non-fungible token. I know that nerds tell me that I need to do it. Um, I know that... <laughs> I know that people who bought Bitcoin and Bitcoin conferences that were going to pay like $100,000 for in, for entertainment are now like, can you zoom in? Because uh, <laughs> the thing fell in value and now they're like, ah, we don't have that much money now. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that that's about all I know. People have told me that I need to start getting like Brad Williams NFTs. I know that there's a bunch of people that have like, uh, chimpanzees and monkeys as their default photo, and that's supposedly an NFT. Yes, I know that some of those. I know that someone um, made a bunch of money off selling a basketball highlight NFT, which is like I don't know. Can you still can you still Google the highlight? Yeah, all right. I don't see the point of it, but yeah. So <laughs> so I know nothing. Uh, yeah, it's there's there's a lot more to it than that. <laughs> yeah, but. No, that's what I, I just bring it up because that's what we were out there for. There's like a whole convention out in New York City. It's a it's the NFT week where all these companies that are are creating and minting these NFTs uh, throw their little parties. Like tonight, uh, Eminem and Snoop Dogg are playing at the board uh, board apes yacht club NFT party on at the seventeenth. Uh, Was it Pier seventeen at the Chelsea Chelsea uh, yeah. area in, in New York City? Sorry, I am way underslept. I slept like two hours the first night and four hours last night. So I am way underslept. <laughs> wow. But it was Heck a lot of bronze. fun. Love it. Yeah. If you ever want to talk about these these things uh, that the nerds are talking about called NFTs, I, I, I know feel like I, I feel like NFTs are the new timeshares where it's like, <laughs> hey, if you have a little bit of extra money for the, for the for the price of two cups of coffee a day, you can have an NFT, which will make you money, and I I don't know how. Uh, I'm I'm sure I'm sure I'll get tweets from people now <laughs> that will no, try no. to explain it to me in 145 characters. Right. But uh, yeah, for the most part, uh, don't know about it. But it, it, if it's working for people, hell yeah, good on yeah. you. Yeah. No. Yeah. The funny thing is, though, you will get tweets, uh, both good and bad, about it because there's a lot of people that. Uh, think it is a scam. Think it's all, all these things, and and what the way I look at it is, it can be, but it can also be really good for artists. Yeah, and I mean, that, I mean uh, that are that are creative and are yeah. creating things. A Ponzi scheme isn't a scam if you're at the top. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Clear, I wouldn't be saying that. But you know. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, 
the guy uh, David Miscavige makes a ton of money with Scientology. So like, yeah, like it's like it's like yeah, if you're at the top of it. But either way, that's <laughs> neither here nor there. Uh, I'm, uh. I'm not saying I'm not saying <laughs> NFTs are a religion. Although they ha- are, they are starting to have conferences that are yeah. bigger than some of the religious con- some of the religious conferences. So it is uh, that's probably con- pissing off those religious conf- uh, conferences, though. You know, you yeah. know, you know, they like to they like to be the biggest. They don't like competition. Well, yeah, it's only a matter of time before Joel Olstein gets a Christ NFT, <laughs> or like you're you're taking like the like the Catholic Church has the body of Christ on not a wafer but a non fungible token. Right. <laughs> well, that way everyone gets a little piece of Christ that they get to take home and own. <laughs> Wait a minute, I, I should be I should be making those. What am I talking about? Fuck this Jesus yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah, mix them up. Do the world of NFT and religion. Be the first guy to do that, and then and then you'll be retiring on a yacht in the Maldives somewhere. Right. Done and done. <laughs> now it was really cool. Though. I, 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 you, you obviously love. All right, not obviously. Why would I? Why would I say obviously? But I would assume you love. You've been to New York City a bunch and probably love the city because everyone that I know that visits there loves the city. Is this is this an accurate uh, assumption I'm making? Yeah, yeah. I mean that, and it's one of the comedy hubs. Uh, they have really smart comedy audiences. They have legendary comedy clubs. You have clubs like the Cellar, uh, which is just like it seems like the center of the comedy world right now. Then you have great clubs that do. Longer sets. You got Gotham. You got Carolines, uh, and you have a few others. So yeah, it, it's a really great place where you can see amazingly talented, famous comedians every night of the week, and then you don't know who's going to pop in. Or they could go to the New York New York Hotel in Las Vegas and see you. They can. They can go to the New York New York Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. See me in Mad Apple. I go on after the guys that juggle each other with their feet. <laughs> that sounds like a joke. It's not a joke. I know. Uh, it's it's uh, amazing. They juggle, yeah, they juggle other people with their feet, and yeah. then you come on and, and, and tell the jokes. Yeah, it, it's strange. When I tell people I'm in a Cirque du Soleil show, they assume I'm uh, getting shot out of a cannon, like yelling out, <laughs> wee wee, you know, or, or, or something like that. But it, it's, it's not that at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing straight stand up. It's just it's just stand up comedy. Not anything nuts. Uh not anything too crazy. And uh it's been a lot of fun so far. I like being in a show where you can go, you can see stand up comedy, you can see acrobats, you can see amazing musicians, you can see someone on something called a Wheel of Death, which by the way, Wheel of Death should be the next event sevenfold album. Uh, <laughs> uh, how did you know? How did you yeah. know, sir? Who who are your sources? <laughs> Man, dude, my the guy that I share a dressing room with, he's a free he's a freestyle rapper. Um, and if you're wondering what he looks like, he looks exactly like you think he looks, which is he's a white guy from London. Uh, <laughs> that's what I was picturing. My eyes were closed, yeah. and that's exactly what exactly I was picturing. what you were picturing. Well, hey, friends, my name is Zach Lupiton. You may know me from the band Dust Bowl Revival, but I also host a music discovery podcast called The Show on the Road. For the last five seasons, I've been able to dive deep and have intimate chats with folks like the Lumineers, Andy DeFranco, Wolfpack, Keb Moe, Lake Street Dive, Bela Fleck, and more. 
So guess what? After 150 conversations with some of my favorite songwriters from around the world, we are bringing brand new episodes to the Osiris Network. New interviews and intimate acoustic performances will be coming at you this summer. And which episodes are coming next, you ask? I am Zach Goody, the lead singer for the band Smash Mouth. Our band is called Milky Chance. We are based in Berlin. My name is David Shaw. I sing and write songs with my band, The Revivalists. Trust me, these conversations go some wild places. So subscribe to the show on the road on Osiris, and we'll see you soon. Uh, he's my dressing room mate. He likes to listen to... I don't know what kind of metal this is, but he listens to a type of metal where it's like the the screaming, like the everything is darkness around me, like 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 that kind of stuff, okay. and and it's like like if you took out all the melodic parts of Slipknot and just focused on the screaming, like it's it that, like uh, like death metal. Yeah, I I guess he called it something else which there might be like, new, there might be new that's what the kids used to call it when i when i was banging that's what they used yeah. to call it. <laughs> yeah they called it death metal and now if you call it death metal to the young kids are like no it's it's tr- it, it's it, uh, it, it it's succubus metal or yeah. whatever the hell it they is. got and so they, many goddamn fucking <laughs> subgenres of every genre i don't know why yeah. we have to have all these all these labels on everything at this point i'm just like what wasn't it yeah. just wasn't just the general term enough? Why like why does it need to be in its own category? I mean, I I guess it does only because they don't want Jethro Tull to win another Grammy over Metallica. But what a great that, story! Yeah, that that Jethro Tull won the first metal Grammy and not Metallica. <laughs> It's pretty fucking epic, <laughs> to be yeah. honest. And I don't think it really hurt them too much. So. <laughs> no, they're all right. And, and it's like, oh darn, you lost to the flute guy. You're okay. Not you're, just you're, you're, not just the flute guy. The flute guy. The flute guy. You lost to a flautist. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it, it's kind of the, it, it's kind of this weird thing, and I'm curious to get your perspective on this mm. because Seinfeld has said multiple times that comedians like there shouldn't be awards for comedy because the fact that you do comedy, that's the reward. Like mm-hmm. you get to do stand up and you make a living doing stand up. That's, that's the reward. And with, and with comedy, it's like people will hear a room full of people laughing at something and say, yeah, but that's not funny. But this comedy is funny. Like they're judging it. Do you feel kind of that way with, that fact that you play metal or rock music, whatever, where it's like just that. And the fact you guys have fans, like that's the reward or do you want your damn Grammy? Uh, no, I want everything all the time. I, <laughs> I believe that I am the best musician. Oh no, of course not. No, yeah, like, yeah, you're absolutely right. You just, of course it's nice to get that, uh, that recognition by, from your peers sometimes, um, yeah. or at least what you think is going to be from your peers. And then yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. you start to learn the political sides of, of all those awards. Oh, and then man, you go like, that's the And then thing. you go like, uh, all right, yeah, this this really isn't what I thought it was, so now I really don't care. Um, right, because you used to think, like when you were a kid, oh, the Grammy goes to this, the best person, or, or the person a room full of people has listened to every album or mm-hmm. every song or every style. 
or every album in some genre and they're like okay this one's the best like or they're voting on it and then when you get into the weeds like i, I remember i released uh my album daddy issues in 2017 and i, I was like you know what i'm re- i'm really proud of this i'm really proud of this album i'm proud of this special i, I hope it gets nominated for a grammy and my manager looked at me and he goes if you give me $150,000, I can almost guarantee it will be nominated. Right. And I'm just like, wait, what? And and you find out that that's that's a lot of it. Like it's a lot of get it's a lot of playing the game. It's a lot of uh, getting yourself out there and and kind of sucking up to the people voting. Uh, and then and then you get nominated and or or perhaps you even win. A lot of the people voting haven't listened to the album. They haven't seen the movie. They haven't watched the thing. They just go like, oh, that's the name I recognize. I like their stuff in general. I'll vote for them. Tom Hanks. And it's so, and it's so different in, in the entertainment voting than, than the general population voting for a president, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. I couldn't even keep it straight that time, Brad. I'm sorry. I was... When you were describing, I was thinking, yes, that's pretty much how every voting system I've ever heard of teams seems to go. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. Court. I don't really not know, great. but you know, maybe not. Maybe not the presidential election. I might have overstepped there, but definitely all the local elections. Most people absolutely feel like. Yeah, I know that name sounds familiar. I saw his name on the billboard. That sounds right. Yeah, I saw that name on the billboard. <laughs> uh, he had a sign on the side of the road. That said, trustworthy, hardworking, <laughs> Collins for state legislature. And you're like, all right, I like trustworthy and hard and hardworking folks. <laughs> well, it's true though. Lie. It's it's funny though. Yeah, they wouldn't lie to me on the poster. They wouldn't they 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 they, how, they wouldn't put trustworthy on the poster if it wasn't trustworthy. Right. That would just be that would be silly. Well, it's yeah. true though because everything you said though about like I mean I only know from the Grammys and and uh, and. Most, uh, I think probably just the Grammys, but like any of those music and record uh, awards is basically that. Like it's, it's political. Like not not necessarily just buying it, but also like the committees, the the people who are on the the different sitting at the different tables for the different genres, even, and then like who's listened to all that shit. Like how many fucking Grammys are out there given? Like it's an all day thing. You're not listening to everything. You're one of the however many voters that are on there as part of the the you know the what do you call it, the union and everything like that your 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 vote counts blah 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 you've never heard any of it and then yeah they're pushed by a, a label or somebody or a producer that's on there or a mixer that's on there or whatever it's, yep. it's like well is that really the best or is it just because you know yeah. that's your homie <laughs> yeah that's it and and so once you and not not to sort of tell all your listeners they're there's no Santa Claus, but that's kind of how that works. And, and once you get into it, you go, oh, I was the best comedy album Grammy. That's not the best comedy album. It's just like the album that the f- most famous comedian released that year where they go, okay, this person. Right. You know? it, and, 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 who, and who's to say what's the best? Because I know I like a lot of music that people don't necessarily like and i like a lot of comedy that people don't necessarily like like it's like they they don't they they don't listen to every album uh whether it be music comedy whatever the same way they don't watch every movie is is that really the best movie or did some student film 
uh, it, from Washington, was that actually the best movie? I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? But I mean, I think that I think that we touched upon this a little bit a couple of weeks ago when when you're on the podcast. We were just talking about how, it, you know, all these genres and everything like that. Everyone's got got to have like their niche, and like <clears throat> if you're not in that, you're you're you, you can't understand this other one, or or it's not as good. Like just because you don't understand that we were talking about comedy. Like if you like the straight comedy, it doesn't mean he's not funny. It's just yeah, that's that's the style you like, and then yeah, or, or, that or was, someone like yourself. That was, that was right before you talked mad shit about the band Trapped. It was you right said before that. How much you that. hated them? Yeah, 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 yeah. It, was, it, you, it you went like, all man. over. It went all over Blabbermouth, and uh, uh, I think it was picked up by a few other hard rock magazines. It was, it was, it was really weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why I chose Trapped. I, 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 I could have picked any band. I chose Trapped because you felt trapped. That's why I did. I did. Yeah, and I'm, I'm really stoked that. Uh, you got so many cool guests on the podcast. Um, when you were out in Vegas, so so many wrestlers, as as we talked about, we're both wrestling fans. We yeah. both attended an AEW event uh, after the podcast, which, which was, was awesome. great. Yeah, right there, ringside with you. That was awesome, man. It was yeah. We saw uh, Brian Danielson right there. It was the first yeah. match. It was fucking rad. Yeah, it was him against uh, Matt Seidel. It was a great match, great match. and just being. Uh, just being front row is really cool. Like that's, I will say that sometimes, like if, if you want to say, Brad, where do you, where do you want to buy tickets for a hockey game? Hockey is one of those things where if you're sitting further away, it's almost cooler. You can see plays develop. You can see you you see the ice. So like closer doesn't necessarily mean better. I will say wrestling closer is better. Oh, Ringside yeah. way better. That is that is that is the spot we were sitting. Right in front of a, I don't know if this wrestler is even allowed to say he has parents, but uh, <laughs> we were sitting in front of a certain wrestler's parents, which was really cool. That was cool. Yeah, and he totally. Yeah, they introduced themselves and everything like that. It was, it was awesome. Uh, yeah, well, I'm getting a call from my wife right now. How dare she? I'm gonna put, <laughs> and it, it's gonna show up on the audio too. So I'm gonna put. Uh, how do I? Yeah, I'm just gonna leave that alone. We're just gonna leave that alone. You guys all get to hear uh, that that call waiting beep. You're welcome. Yep. Um, uh, if, if 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 it makes you feel any better, I don't hear it on my I don't hear it on my head. Yeah. So. Well, that's the best part is I could have just let it go and then, but you know I I I will I like to point it out. I don't know. There why. you go. <laughs> Perfect. Because everyone wants to know that when they read on TMZ that Johnny Christ uh, uh, got divorced from his wife, that they were there. They were there for the moment. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Oh they God. heard it on the podcast. I knew, I knew that guy was a. I knew that guy was an a hole. He wasn't <laughs> answering his wife's phone call. He'd rather talk to a dwarf comedian than his loving bride. I well, get it. it. I I get it. Uh, you know, like why would? Of course they would. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when yeah. we're talking wrestling. Let's get to back to yeah. fucking wrestling because since yeah. we since we talked and we were about to go to Rampage and then they had Double or Nothing at AEW, a lot has happened in the wrestling world. Yeah. Uh, some good, some bad, some awesome. Like, like, yeah. I mean, we're both wrestling fans. We, I mean, we got the the Forbidden Door pay per view coming up on Sunday. I'm super excited about. It. Are you going to be watching that, or are you going to are you going to have to I, watch the replay again? I'll, I'll I'll have to watch the replay again, but I will. I'm stoked. Uh, I'm a guy who, whenever I tune into New Japan wrestling, it's always amazing. I don't have enough time to watch it every week. 
but I'm really excited to see this to kind of get to get familiar with a couple of the new Japan stars that maybe I'm not familiar with and just kind of see their style and see what they do. I know back in the day, whenever WWE and ECW did, 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 did crossovers, like when they did like ECW one night stand, like that was awesome. It, it was always great to right. see the different, the, the different companies come together, different styles. And you get to learn about certain wrestlers that you may not know about. So I'm stoked about that. Uh, I, I, and a lot of stuff that AEW is doing bummed that the, aforementioned Brian uh, Danielson got hurt and he's not going to be in Forbidden Door. Right. Uh, that's that's a bummer. Um, CM Punk excited. too. CM Punk after he won the title at that, uh, that yeah. double or nothing got hurt. I mean, we were we were we were both deciding if we were going to go Page or Punk. I don't think yeah. we actually said which one we were going to go, but by the time it was over, you know. Yeah. That. So he got hurt. So now there's an interim title. Uh, so it's, it's, but thankfully, um, AEW's got a deep enough roster to where when some of the top guys get hurt, they get to showcase other guys. I yeah. personally hope they get to show more Lance Archer, but if they, but if, if they're bringing in guys like, especially with Forbidden Door, now we get to see wrestlers like Will, Will Ospreay. And if you haven't seen right. him before, Holy I'm just getting see, I'm just getting imagine. introduced to him as a fan. Like you, you mentioned, you you watch a lot of New Japan. I don't watch a lot of New Japan, so I'm getting introduced to a lot of these guys. And so far, I'm, I'm loving it. And to your point, yeah. Lance, Lance Archer is going to be in the in the in the match with the with our boy Chris Jericho. He's on. He's, yep. he's part of that team, so that that'll be awesome. I can't wait to see that match. Yeah, and uh, if you ever like look up Will Osprey versus Ricochet. Okay. Uh, uh, Ricochet is in WWE, but they had a match in Japan where it starts off like it's just it's just chain wrestling like I've never seen before. It's it, it was so cool and it just started off and it goes move to move to move to move to reversal to reversal and it's just it's real it's really great. So uh, I'm, I'm I'm stoked for the uh, Orange Cassidy. Uh, Will Ospreay match at Forbidden Door, and uh, just all just like you said, just being introduced to new types of wrestling, new new wrestlers. I don't care if it's food, music, wrestling, comedy. I like getting introduced to stuff that I don't know about because right. you know broadens my horizons, and then I get to be the wrestling nerd that gets to say, "Yeah, you know WWE, but do you know Okada from New Japan? That guy rules." Like <laughs> you know, it's. Fun to, it, it's fun to be that guy. Everyone else thinks you're an asshole, but it's fun to be that guy. Well, you could be that guy with NFTs going back to the beginning of this conversation. There you go. <laughs> That's the whole... There's, there, there's, there's, a, there's a way to go down that in pretty much every genre, to your point. So that, that's, that's a great thing. It all comes back to <laughs> NFTs, which kind of relates it back to, to, to timeshares where you go to listen to that spiel... But I'm not selling you every weekend, and then right when you think you're getting out, you're like, "So what's it going to take to get you into a timeshare today?" Dude, and that South Park I, episode is great on that. <laughs> South Park is the, and they they even did an episode on this topic. But yes. South Park is is the new Simpsons, where whatever you have, South Park has an episode about it. Oh, it's and great. they do it great. I love yep. I love that show. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, make sure you're subscribed and leave us a five-star review. If you want to listen to this show ad-free, head over to drinkswithjohnny.com and become a premium member. You'll get to enjoy unreleased clips from your favorite guests, 
discounts on merchandise in our shop, and access to our private Discord server where you can chat one-on-one with Johnny Christ himself. Awesome! So stay tuned, stay thirsty, and stay filthy as fuck. Uh, let's, one last thing I got to talk about before I let you go, because I know you, you got a show tonight, don't you? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I mean, if, if, if it's any day that's not, uh, Wednesday or Thursday, I have shows. So I have, I have shows. Uh, oh, it's Thursday. So you don't have a show. Tonight. Oh, I didn't know when this thing is airing. So I just <laughs> yes ended you. Oh no, I'm, I'm, I'm putting it right out as soon as we get off this conversation. I'm, I'm dropping it. Okay. Well, <laughs> no, no shows tonight. Then it will, it'll, it'll um, I, I work every day except Wednesday and Thursday at the at, at York, New York, at Mad Apple, which is the new Circus Soleil show. It's going great. We're selling a lot of tickets every night. It's a 1,200-seat theater, and we do two shows a night, and it's packed. So it's pretty yeah. freaking cool. Uh, so, yeah, come get your tickets and come see uh, dwarves telling jokes, pe- men juggling other men, something called a wheel of death, some lady hangs by her hair. Some white guy from London freestyle raps. It's it's an awesome show. I do. I was just bummed I didn't get to see it the the last time I was in Vegas, but I'm definitely coming out and seeing you in that show again very very soon because it sounds awesome. It is. Uh, you will like it, and I mean, there's no there's no metal in it, but I know for a fact, and you're, you've probably mentioned this before, but you don't listen to metal all the time. I remember yeah. when we played golf, you were busting out. Uh, uh, Motown. Yes, I to a lot of. Mo- I listen to everything, man. I listen to a lot of Motown. I listen to a lot of punk. Uh, I mean, I just like. I like a little bit of everything. Yeah, you like to expand your horizons. Yes. Like <laughs> now, Good man. Now, real quick though, it's it's uh, it's all over the news. Did you watch any any of uh? Do you watch any of the WWE uh, SmackDown or Raw that happened? Was that the uh, Vince McMahon thing? Yeah. Yeah. That that, that was. <laughs> Vince, God, God, God bless him. So he's good, bi- businessman till the end. So, yes, he's such it, a good just, businessman. I was like, yes, I tuned in, just waiting for him to go in character and like bring back the Attitude Era, and then just like yeah. went like, yep, that's all I'm gonna say. Now watch the show. And I was like, fuck. Yeah, I was kind of bummed. It's a Vince McMahon will will comment at SmackDown. You're like, oh, he's gonna address these allegations about paying off someone three million dollars with possible company money so that they wouldn't talk about an affair and like all this stuff you're like this could be a historic address and he just walks out there we're all tuning in the ratings probably spike and he goes welcome to smackdown and you're just like ah he got me again he got me again he is always a damn promoter it was so good though i was glad to have been gotten though like at first i was like oh and then i went ah you son of a bitch that was good you know that guy yeah tip of the cap to you buddy (laughs) <laughs> yeah 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 when i when it, it it it's like it's like when a magician fools you do you get mad at the magician or do you just go you know what good job yeah it, it's it. very similar yeah and i, I was just excited cause I, just, I just i can't help it every time i hear that song no chance comes on you just got you get that swag going you know yeah you got you gotta you gotta walk out you gotta throw your arms up in a little whip fashion, have a little extra hitch in the giddy up and you got, and you get to kind of do a little gravitas in your voice and welcome to SmackDown. <laughs> you know, you gotta, you gotta go, you gotta go full Vince. I fucking love it. It's, I'm, I, 
It's so good. I just love wrestling. My favorite so much. part. My fa my favorite part about the whole thing, because there's many parts about that where you don't really want to laugh at it or you or you don't want to make jokes. But my favorite part about it was when people were sort of complying all the stuff that Vince has done in his life. Uh, some people that you could tell are not wrestling fans were bringing up things that he did in character on the show. No. As like, there were people doing that? Yeah, like on Fantastic. Twitter, like, well, when, when his wife had a stroke, he made out with one of the wrestlers right in front of her. It's like that... <laughs> that Oh God! Oh. Oh, that makes me so happy. That makes it's me getting, so happy. The, to yeah. all the people, those are the same people who say, "Don't you know fucking wrestling is fake? Why do you watch yeah. that stupid shit?" It's the same people. <laughs> you fucking dummy! I love yeah. that. I I saw that tweet and it was getting like so many likes and stuff. I'm just like, yeah, okay. So basically, what you're saying is everybody's dumb because I remember there was a. <laughs> There was that one story, and I, th this is according to Triple H. He said this on Stern, so the so that's my source. Okay, where that's a good source? He, he said when they did that angle where Vince walked into the limo and then the limo blew up. He said that Donald Trump called WWE to see if Vince was okay. Fantastic. So the same people that were making fun of Trump for doing that. We're now like, ah, oh, but he made out with Trish <laughs> in front of his comatose wife. Well, wouldn't you do the same thing, though, Brad? I mean, if your wife is comatose, you got to get yours. You know what I mean? Oh, I mean, it, <laughs> it, 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 I think my wife is sitting right in front of me, so we'll see how this joke goes. <laughs> uh, but I think my wife would let me do that with a 1998 Trish Stratus in front of her without any problems. Oh. Just and nope, did, that, and joke did, that joke did not go over well. I'm okay, yeah. right now. <laughs> and how did that go over? <laughs> that did not go over well. She has thrown one of the baby's toys at me. So fantastic! Uh, I feel like that's a good time to, to hang up the phone and let you go deal with that now. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to try to save half my net worth and make sure that I don't just see my kid on weekends. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, just don't use don't, don't use the corporate money on that NDA, all right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I've learned my lesson. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, thanks so much for the call. We'll we'll, we'll be in touch as always, man, and uh, appreciate you, everyone. Go check out new uh, the uh, Matt Apple at New York, New York, and Las Vegas for very the very funny Brad Williams, and just go check out everything Brad Williams Comic dot com. Yeah, all that good things, all those good things. You know what you know what to do. Yep. Thank you so much, Johnny. Always a pleasure. Yeah, man. Talk to you soon. Later. Yeah. And that'll just about do it for this week's episode of Drinks with Johnny Thirsty Thursdays. That was a fun chat with Brad. Man, it went a little longer. I did actually have a phone call from my wife while that was going on, so I'm going to hop off, uh, hop off, the, off the mic here. Man, I am fucking tired. And uh, see what that was all about. She called a couple of times. There might be an emergency. I don't know. I'll keep you guys posted. And as always, till next time. Cheers. Welcome to us talking about our podcast for a minute. What's the name of that podcast? That's Axe to Grind. Uh, and right now you're going to be getting a little, a little taste of it right down to the shaky microphone and all. <laughs> and my name's Bob. 
And my name's Patrick, and usually we're joined by Tom. Tom's the best. Tom has a real grown-up job that requires him to be at work, but we talk about decidedly not-so-grown-up things like... Hardcore music and things that people that like hardcore music tend to like. So that could be the latest shows, uh, revisiting classic material, talking about the new classics, um, all the little dorm room nonsense that you imagine from a niche music podcast that, that you either love, want to love, or hate. Yeah, imagine all the emotions that you have towards a genre that, that uh, has impacted your life uh, and then condense them down to an hour to two hours a week. So triangulate your speakers, think about jumping off the bed, singing along, dancing like an idiot, and listen to Axe Grind Podcast. Ever wonder what a punch from Elton John feels like? Or how you cope with having turned down the chance to be in Nirvana? Or what signal Keith Richards gives when he wants you to get the hell out of his hotel room? Fans of Too Much Effing Perspective don't have to wonder, because they've heard these exact stories and a jillion others on our podcast. I'm Alex Hoffman, former tour manager for Radiohead. And I'm musician and comedy writer Alan Keller. On the TMEP show, we get guests like Nancy Wilson from Heart, Jeremiah Freights from the Lumineers, and Modern Family's Julie Bowen to tell us things they may have only shared with their therapist, clergy, or a TMZ stringer. So join us on Too Much Effing Perspective. That's E-F-F-I-N-G Perspective. The only podcast you crank up to 11. Oh.